This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and in business. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Relationships and Revenue podcast. I am your host, John Hewlin, and I am super excited to be here with you today talking about a subject that, of course, is very near and dear to my heart. I say, of course, because for those of you who have been with me from the beginning, you know that one of the things that's most important to me is the topic of leadership and understanding all the different facets of it and how to become better leaders. That is really, really important to me. And so that is what we're going to be talking about today. Specifically, we're going to be talking about different types of leaders. You know, there are many different titles that could be given to different types of leaders, but I'm going to concentrate on six. That's right, six different ones. Now, I will tell you that a lot of the information that I got to prepare for this particular podcast comes from one of my favorites when it comes to leadership, and that's from Craig Rochelle. And I'm going to mention his podcast again because I really want you guys to listen to it. It comes out once a month. It's called the Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast. The guy puts out fantastic content when it comes to leadership and teamwork. And so I get these concepts, these ideas from him, and I think they're so good, I wanted to share them with you. So let's get right into it. Now, I want you to think about these six different types of leaders and think about how many people you know that are like what I'm describing. And also, which one describes you as a leader? Now, you may see yourself in more than one type, and that's okay. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Number one is the unpredictable leader. So unpredictable leaders produce hesitant followers. Now, if you ever have the, uh, we'll just say misfortune, of working for an unpredictable leader, you don't know what's going to happen next, do you? Uh, and since you don't know what's going to happen next, you will probably become hesitant, uh, tentative, fearful, really wondering, yeah, what's going to happen next? Uh, maybe even feel like you have to walk on eggshells. That definitely is something that can happen. And I got to be honest with you, it's really difficult to create a team environment when you have a leader that's unpredictable. Now, if you think you might be an unpredictable leader, one of the things that's going to help you the most is to work on consistency. That's right. Successful people do consistently what normal people do occasionally. I love that phrase from Craig Rochelle. So that is tweet worthy, folks. So post that out there. So number one, unpredictable leaders. Number two, domineering leaders. Now, domineering leaders produce compliant followers. And these types of leaders will intimidate or threaten people into following them. Uh, now, granted, you can get a domineering leader to do these kinds of things, to throw in these kinds of threats, and you can get some really good results, but they're short-term. And what we really want as leaders is we want long-term results. So while you may get great short-term results, the long-term results are going to be not so good. Domineering leaders tend to produce a culture of, you ever heard the phrase, yes, man, or yes, woman? That's what tends to happen. They get people to just do what they say, no matter what, because they're afraid to not follow along. So 
you get some compliance, but you don't get commitment. Now, as a true leader, who wants that? I know I don't, and I bet you don't. So be intentional about not bullying your team or your organization. Asking questions is super important, but just as important as asking the questions is to really listen to the answers that your team gives you. Now, I like this rule of thumb, so stick with this one. I think it's a really good one. Here it is. Ask 10 times more questions than you give directions. I think that's very helpful. All right, number three, secretive leaders. So secretive leaders produce guarded followers. Now, if your people, your followers, your team, if they're guarded, they're not going to give you feedback. Or if they do, it's not going to be truthful, most likely. And if you're not getting feedback from them, you're not really an effective leader. And that probably means you're not going to last. So that's why things like vulnerability, transparency, honesty are key components to being a great leader. So focus on those kinds of things. So, so far, we've talked about unpredictable leaders, we've talked about domineering leaders, and we've talked about secretive leaders. Now, let's jump into the last three of the group, shall we? All right, so number four are passive leaders. Now, passive leaders produce disengaged followers. Now, if there's a problem that everybody can see, but the leader doesn't fix it, eventually the problem isn't the real issue, is it? The problem is the leader. I mean, honestly, if you think about that, even in terms of your own family, and you think of yourself as the leader of your family, if there's something that's going on inside your family and you're not addressing that, if it just gets left alone and nobody does anything about it, the problem is yours, not everybody else's. If a leader doesn't care, the team won't care. So let's take the bull by the horns here, folks. Let's stop being passive leaders. If there's a problem in our organizations, on our teams, in our families, whatever they happen to be, if there's a problem, let's acknowledge the problem because that is the first step to overcoming passivity. I'll make sure I said that right. So for those of you following along at home and I said something funny, go ahead and laugh. That's all right. I, I can handle it. Now, if you recognize this particular character trait of a leader in yourself, meaning you've been one in the past, the best thing you can do right now is do something. Doing nothing is worse than doing something, even if you do it wrong. Because folks, you've heard me say this time and time again. Failing means you tried something new, it didn't work, and now you have an opportunity to learn from it. That's much better than doing nothing. Doing nothing means you're a failure. That is an active state of being. It's an active choice to stay stuck. And folks, I can't help you. Think of yourself right now as my coaching client, and I'm coaching you right now. If you choose to stay where you are, I can't help you. But if you're willing to go out there, try something new, make mistakes, learn from it, and grow, oh, I can help you all day long. So take that first step. Be willing to do something. All right, number four was passive leaders. Number five, healthy leaders. Mm, now that's sounding pretty good, John. The first four we talked about were not so great. None of them sounded like character traits that we want to have in leaders. I agree with that. So let's talk about healthy leaders. What do they produce? Faithful followers. So instead of being unpredictable, a healthy leader has a clear vision. Mm, love that word vision. 
And instead of being domineering, a healthy leader listens, collaborates. Instead of being secretive, a healthy leader is transparent and trusting. And instead of being passive, a healthy leader is active, gets in there, doing the work. A healthy leader is engaged daily within the organization, the team, the tribe, the family. And if you work for a healthy leader, you are going to want to follow, sacrifice, and give your absolute best for that leader. Now, that sounds fantastic. And we could stop at five, couldn't we? We absolutely could. But there's one more. And as great as healthy sounded, a healthy leader sounds, number six is even better. And I cannot wait to share it with you. Are you ready for it? Here it comes. Empowering leaders. That's right. Empowering leaders. So empowering leaders don't just produce followers. They produce other great leaders. Yes, 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 yes. Amen and amen to that. Empowering leaders are going to do all the things a healthy leader does. And then more on top of it. So empowering leaders are not focused on themselves. Instead, they empower other people with the ability to say yes to opportunities and to vision. If people within the organization have the ability to say yes, you have an empowering culture within that organization, within that family, within that team. Now, throwing all of those out there at you, you know, we talked about the domineering leader and we talked about the secretive leader and we talked about the passive leader. We talked about the healthy leader. We talked about the unpredictable leader. And then we talked about the empowering leader, those six ones. Of those six, which one sounds the best to you? For my way of thinking, it's the empowering leader. That's what I try to do. I view my job as a leader is to grow personally so that I can help others do the same because my focus is on others. And when I help others, I help me. There's nothing wrong with being a healthy leader, you know, producing faithful followers. There's nothing wrong with that. But to me, that's the place to start as a young leader and work your way up to becoming an empowering leader. I want to make sure I cover something else here that's super important. And that's this. Leadership has absolutely nothing to do with titles. Please hear me when I say that. It is so key. It is so important to understand that. Leadership has nothing to do with a title. The best and most effective leaders I've ever met never had a title. I can think of at least three off the top of my head right now. Amazing people who did fantastic work because they knew how to lead down, meaning they had a team that they were in charge of. They knew how to lead across, meaning to peers, and they knew how to lead up. That's right, leading up for someone who maybe was over them or in charge of them in some way or capacity. That is an effective leader. That is someone who knows how to lead regardless of the circumstances of life. So I hope you found today's podcast episode helpful when it came to different types of leaders that are out there. Um, you know, you may have seen one or more of these character traits in yourself, in your leadership. Now, of course, my hope is that you found both healthy and empowering in yours, but you may have found some of the other ones too. You may have found some unpredictability in your leadership. You may have found some domineering in your leadership. 
you may have found some secrecy and maybe some passivity. I'll make sure I say that right. <laughs> Try and say that three times really fast. I dare you. <laughs> Anyhow, um, you know, don't let that throw you off. If you notice some of those things in your leadership, that's okay. That's just opportunities for growth there. And that's a good thing. Opportunities to grow means you're getting better. And you also have a fantastic opportunity, not only to grow, but to pass that on to others. Folks, these great things that we get as leaders, these things that we learn, first of all, they don't come from us. We don't get them on our own. Now, you can call it whatever you want. I am not afraid to share this with you. Um, I believe that all knowledge that I receive, anything that I view as helpful to me as a person and that I can pass on to other people, I believe ultimately that information comes from God. And so I believe it's my job to be a vessel of God to take that information and to pass that along. That's one of the reasons that I have this podcast is to share those things with you, things that I learn and things that my guests learn. And I take those to you. And hopefully you're able to get little nuggets here and there to help make your lives better so that you can help not only make your lives better, but improve the lives of others that you care about, whether those are your family, your friends, your coworkers, your clients. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm honored that you chose to spend some of your hard-earned time with me. It is your most precious resource, and I do not take that lightly. Become an empowering leader. That's what I want to leave you with today. I love you guys. I care deeply about you, and I can't wait to talk to you again. See you soon. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlin. Thanks again for listening. And remember, passion gets you started. Purpose keeps you going. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye.